TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monoc area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, springtime generally means uh, spring formals if you are in one of the local high schools, uh, prom season uh, just around the corner. And what happens, however, if you want to attend your formal or prom and you can't afford the cost of the formal wear? Well, we may have an answer for you or for your child or grandchild or, or maybe a niece or, or nephew. Andrea Burton is events manager for the Allegheny County Department of Human Services. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning. So tell me about, well, first of all, tell me what Project Prom is. Project Prom is a wonderful opportunity for young prom-bound students to get free formal attire to attend their prom in style. So tell us, first of all, because uh, I I don't have kids, um, how much does it cost to go to prom? So there was a national article published last year that said the average cost um, is around $1,000. Oh, my God. Yes, it's pretty... It's pretty expensive to attend the prom. A, a gown um, can go for easily four to five hundred dollars. Wow! Then you know you have the cost of tickets and dinners and limousines and shoes and accessories and you know pre-prom stuff and post-prom stuff. So it can really be an expensive um, event for for children and their families. But what ages are we talking about? Typically juniors and seniors in high school. Okay, so juniors and seniors, so 16, 17, 18 years old. Yes. And I'm assuming what happens then is if mom or dad or your aunt or whoever you're with can't afford Mm -hmm. the gown, Mm -hmm. you're just not going to prom. Yeah, and it can be a stressful situation. And obviously this is a milestone in everyone's high school career. And so you don't, we, want it, we don't want it to be stressful. We want all of the children to be able to attend their prom. And we want them to attend their prom in style. It could be embarrassing, too, if all your friends are going and you're in a can't-go. Absolutely. So what does Project Prom do, then? So Project Prom is an inviting, brightly decorated, and well-equipped boutique. Uh, we are located at the Century Mall, at the Century 3 Mall. In West Mifflin, um, uh-huh. And... We provide free formal attire for young ladies um, and young men to attend their prom in style. Where does this formal wear come from? We get wonderful donations from from uh, boutiques and individuals from all throughout the region who have heard about the program and are looking for ways to give back. Um, and it would, I would assume that I, I, I don't have a lot of experience with kids, sure. kids going to prom, mm-hmm. but I do have an experience of getting married and my wife's bridesmaids, of course, they bought gowns and mm-hmm. the only wear their gown once. Um, and I'm assuming prom gowns are the same way, right? Absolutely. So, yes. So, um, a lot of our dresses, I would say it's 50, 50, a lot of our dresses are brand new and still have tags on them because we've, they've been donated from boutiques uh-huh. and then others are very gently used because they are from wonderful young ladies and bridesmaids who have decided that they wanted to bless another young person with the opportunity to attend the prom in style. 
Andrea Burton is our guest this morning on Radio 81 WEDO and 1550 WZOM. We were talking about Project Prom and the store that is up. Store, it's not really a store because you don't really buy the stuff. So you right. call it a boutique. Right. We call it a boutique. We have made it. We wanted to. We didn't want it to feel like a program. We wanted it to feel like a retail experience uh, for the young ladies to come. So we really um, pull out all the stops to make it an amazing experience for anybody that comes to the shop. And and this is on. This is in the Century Three Mall. In what part of the Century Three Mall? Like, so, what are you near? Uh, we used to be near Sears. Uh-huh. Um, so we are. Um, on the third floor, right above the food court. So okay. if you, you know, find your way to the food court, there's an escalator that'll take you up to the third floor, and that's you can't miss Project Prom. How long has Project Prom been going on? This is not the first year, right? Correct. I believe this is the twelfth year of Project Prom. Okay. Hmm? And and when 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 do you collect these the, the gowns all year round, or just we, this time of year? We collect gowns year round, and that's the beauty of having a a permanent space because uh-huh. we're able to, um, you know, we work. For Allegheny County, so we don't have a lot of space to just store things. No. So we're able to take things out to our, our formal store out at Century 3 Mall. And does the mall donate the space or you rent the space? The mall donates the space. Okay, very cool. Yes. So, so how then do people get the stuff to you? Um, they call us. Sometimes uh-huh. we go and pick it up. A lot of people, um, individuals will drop off to our human services building downtown Pittsburgh. They can drop off, you know, daily um, and leave things in our lobby, and we're able to retrieve them that way, and or we're able to go out to, like, some of the larger boutiques and pick things up. Do uh, do the gowns generally, you mentioned some of them are new with tags, yes. but do they generally need any any work or cleaning or mending or anything like that? We're very picky with what we, re- what we accept, okay. and we're f- more picky with what we actually put out on the racks. Um, for the young ladies to choose from. So we are we want to make sure that everything is in pristine condition for the young girls when they come out to the shop. And how do you how do the young women then when do they when is the boutique open for them to come and and, and look at the stuff? Yes. So this year um, our grand opening the first day will be on Saturday, March the 5th, um, and that will be from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And then we will be open on Monday, March the 7th through Friday, March the 11th from 3 p.m. till 6 p.m. Okay. And then again on Tuesday, March 15th through Thursday, March 17th, again from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. And is there a telephone number people can call for more information? Yes, they can call 412-350-3428. 412-350-3428? Correct. Okay, we'll give that number out one more time before uh, we, we let you go. So w- when the young ladies come to the store, I-, I would assume, I mean, some people can just get fitted with something off the rack, but sometimes people need a little bit of uh, alterations or something. Something needs to come in, something needs to be let out. So what what happens then? Well, during the Project Prom Gown Giveaway, each guest is assisted by a personal shopper, and that's usually a, a, a volunteer that has decided to um, volunteer their time to give back to a young lady in selecting her perfect prom dress. Mm-hmm. Um, so they help them navigate the racks and pick out the best selection of um, gowns and accessories. And that, you know, so they put the ideal outfit together. And then we also have wonderful people that come, um, seamstresses that, that volunteer and say, I want to help, you know, so if there is, um, you know, uh, something with the dress that isn't absolutely perfect, we usually do have seamstresses um, on site that can mend or fix something um, right there on the spot. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and, and how do people volunteer? If, if somebody's listening to this and, and maybe they don't have a prom gown to donate, but yes. they have some free time, how do they volunteer? They can call that number again okay. and, and or send us an email and just let us know that they're looking for a way to give back. And we would love to have um, them spend some time with us at the Project Prom Shop. Uh, 350-3428, area Correct. code 412. Um, and, and what qualifications or, or criteria do uh, the young ladies have to meet in order to... Um, we're, we're, we have very liberal um, qualification standards. Um, we have lots and lots of dresses, so we want to benefit as many girls that are in need as possible. Um, however, I can read off for you. <laughs> yeah, kind of briefly, yeah. They, there, there are certain income requirements, for instance. Well, there, yes. So if, um, if any, any person receives services through the Allegheny County Department of Human Services, whether it be the child or any member of their family, they would qualify. Um, if the child or any of their household members receive food assistance from a food pantry, they qualify. If the child or anybody in their family receives utility assistance, they qualify. If the child or um, receives or is eligible to receive free or reduced price lunches at school, they qualify. Um, if anybody in the family is receiving unemployment benefits, they qualify. And if anybody in the family is um, military, active duty, and or a veteran, they qualify. Okay. Okay. Because the idea, I, I'm guessing, then, is to make sure that the people who are getting these gowns are the people who actually need them. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Andrea Burton is our guest right now. She is the events manager for Allegheny County Department of Human Services, and we're talking about the Project Prom Store, which will be having its grand opening soon up on the third level of the Century 3 Mall in West Mifflin near what used to be the Sears end of the mall. Are, are most of the, the, the young women who are using the Project Prom Store, are most of them from the Mon Valley, South Hills area? No. we okay. um, Last year we served... Um, I think 43 different school districts. Okay. Um, and we've been talking about young women being able to be fitted for gowns, but yes. do you have things for, for gentlemen, too? We do. We have a project prom for gentlemen, um, and that is a one-night even, one evening event where we bring young men um, with some mentors from the community and for an evening of distinction, and that includes um, we teach them formal table etiquette, um, how to tie a tie, how to treat themselves and their dates and people in general with dignity and respect. So it's an evening where we teach them some life skills that will last, that will benefit them for the prom, but will last them for a lifetime. That is a great idea. I hadn't thought of that. (laughs) But in my day job, I work for a college, and we have said some of that with our students because some of them are going out on job interviews or going out to look for internships and and they get invited to a lunch and they don't know how, which fork you use and how do you sit down and... I would assume that the formal wear for guys, though, is a little bit different because I'll bet guys a lot of times can just get away with a suit. Absolutely. So what we're able to do for the young men that come to our Project Prom for Gentlemen event is we give them a voucher to go to Tuxedo Junction, okay. who is our partner, um, and that voucher is for f- to receive their tuxedo for free. Because <laughs> guys, cause guys, uh, guys get off a little bit easier, even when you get a little bit. even when you get married. You know, the women are paying for the big expensive gown, and the guys go and you, you buy a suit off the rack. At 
Mercedes-Benz warehouse or someplace. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I'm going to ask you a question, and if, if, if this is a sensitive topic, you go ahead and tell me no. Sure. But we, we had a, a, a Sue Care uh, on a couple weeks ago on this program to talk about uh, the LGBTQ community. Uh-huh. Um, th- this is not exclusive, so if, if somebody is Absolutely a transgender... Absolutely not. And, I, and okay. I apologize, and every time I said it, I almost was trying to catch myself when I would refer to a young lady or a young man. But yes, if we've had young men that have come to Project Prom sure. because they wanted a dress, sure. and we've had young ladies that wanted a tuxedo, um, you know, attend yeah. Project Prom okay. and receive a tuxedo voucher. So I just thought in this day and age that was important to mention. And, and, absolutely, okay. absolutely. And we have lots of, um, you know, now, you know, Taylor Swift and the Girl Squad and all of that. There's <laughs> lots of girls that um, are just going together, you know. Yeah. It's not as necessary to have that formal date and do the whole, that whole experience. So girls are just going and having a good time. Kids good. just getting together and having a good time. So we are 100% understanding of all of that, and we support all of that. And so we just want to be able to benefit as many kids as we possibly can to have that quintessential prom experience. Very neat. Give us the, uh, the, the hours again for when the store is going to be open. Sure. So we will be opening on Saturday, March the 5th. Um, it's open at 10 a.m. and it's until uh, 3 p.m. that day. That's usually our big, busiest day. Everybody wants to get there to try to get the biggest and best selection. <laughs> and that, and that. How big is the selection, by our the way? Our selection is amazing. We okay. probably we have um, close to 2,000 gowns. Oh, okay. Uh, so we have a wonderful selection of gowns in all colors and sizes and styles. Um, and how many young people do, do you typically serve in a year? Is there a so couple hundred or five to six hundred young people? Wow. Um, but I always want to do more. Yeah. I'm happy to be talking to you so that we can get the word out. Um, so the kids come, you know, it's a, it's a it's a really expensive evening and what I always say is, you know, if it's a senior, if it's a kid that's a junior or senior, they're already probably filling out applications for college and putting down yeah. deposits for for college boarding and yeah. you know, and any all those other expenses. So if you qualify, why not benefit from you know, coming to Project Prom and having the wonderful experience of of Project Prom and save those dollars for books. Yes. <laughs> yeah, travel, food. Yes. Yeah. We want to make it. I, I, I want to really debunk the myth that it's a program, that it's you know that it's a handout or you know it's nothing like that. I, I really think that um, the young people that come to Project Prom get a more amazing experience than if you went to a retail establishment because you're not going to get a personal shopper yeah. that's going to be excited that you're coming through the door and is going to help you step by step find that perfect outfit and, you know, give you little nuggets of wisdom along the way about life and, you know, and just encourage you. And, I mean, we've had lots of volunteers and, um, you know, young people have had wonderful relationships even beyond prom. And, you know, some of the volunteers have gone to their promenades to see them all dressed up going to the prom. And, you know, those are wonderful experiences. You're not going to get that at at a typical retail store. Uh, The Project Prom store is located on the third level of Century 3 Mall uh, above the food court. If you have a new or gently used formal gown or bridesmaid's gown or prom gown uh, that you'd like to donate, uh, call them at 412-350-3428. You can also call if you have a niece or nephew or grandchild or son or daughter who might need formal wear to go to a prom this spring uh, or formal dance and can't afford it, 412-350. And they're also looking for volunteers who can help with the fittings. Andrea Burton has been our guest for this part of the program. She is the events manager for Allegheny County Department of Human.
Human Services. Andrea, thank you so much for oh taking some goodness. time. Oh, my Thank you so much. Thank you for giving me this platform to share the good news about Project Prom. Stay tuned. When we come back, we're going to talk about upcoming improvements that might be happening to Route 30 between North Versailles and Irwin. You're listening to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. We'll be right back. Support for this broadcast comes in part from the McKeesport Hospital Foundation. Since 1976, the foundation has addressed key concerns that affect our good health, as well as our education, social needs, recreation, safety, and security. The foundation partners with UPMC McKeesport and other agencies to eliminate barriers to all services for all residents of the Mon Valley. Visit mckhospitalfoundation.com or call 412-664-2590. You're listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a production of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. You know, we're looking for help in getting this show on the air and for help with other projects. If you're interested in the McKeesport area and you'd like to host a program or write articles for the website, call us at 412-614-9659 or email tubecitytiger at gmail.com. And welcome back to Radio 81 WEDO, 1550 WZUM, the heart and soul of Pittsburgh, WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. Our guest in this portion of the program is Nancy Collins. She is a project manager for PennDOT District 12 in Uniontown? Yes. I always mix uh, District 11 and District 12 up. Good morning. Good morning. So, so tell us, uh, first of all, th- there is a Route 30 study project coming up, and, and what we want to talk about um, is there's a meeting, public meeting, the first of a series of public meetings, I think, coming up at uh, Norwin High School on March 2nd. But tell us, first of all, um, what segment of Route 30 we're talking about. Well, Jason, we're talking about the segment of Route 30 that runs from uh, 10th Street in Irwinboro and travels west to uh, through... Um, North Huntington Township. It crosses over into Allegheny, into uh, North Versailles Township, and ends at Route 48. Okay, so roughly... Six-mile stretch. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Six-mile stretch? Yes. Okay, so where where the Kmart Plaza is and, and Home Depot and everything in North Versailles, out east to uh, the, the big junction there in, in Irwinboro. Yes. So that's a busy section of highway. Um, I, what are some of the challenges... Uh, for motorists using that section of highway right now? Well, uh, right now there's, of course, uh, 20,000 to 26,000 vehicles that travel on that road per day. Golly. And there's up to 8% trucks. And as you know, there's it's very built up, and there's uh, numerous access points uh, with side streets and driveways. Uh, there's traffic signals along the corridor. Uh, it's just an older section of Route 30 that has not been updated uh, to today's um, to meet today's uh, traffic needs, and so uh, this project is both a safety and operational project um, for this area of Route 30, um, as we did in other sections of Route 30 uh, throughout Westmoreland County. There, there is also not, um, for, for most of that stretch of road, there's not a center turning lane. Um, there is no medial barrier or medial strip um, separating the opposing lanes of traffic. Um, and I know in, in another lifetime when I worked for the newspaper, um, I know the North Huntington Police, that was a, a constant um, concern of theirs, is that opposing traffic, there's nothing to separate them. Um, yes, they're, they're presently in um, the, 
vast majority of that um, portion of roadway, there is no left turning uh, lane for left turns. And so you're turning from the passing lane of the traffic yeah. um, to cross against the other traffic. So it just puts it just has its challenges. And so we're we're looking at this to see uh, where people are coming and where they're going and and where we could best use our, our funds. So there's a there's a meeting coming up on March second at six o'clock in the evening, correct? Yes, that's correct. And that's at Norwin High School in the cafeteria. Yes. Okay, and that is open to everyone. Yes, it is. What what sort what is the meeting? What's the purpose of the meeting? What will people? What what kind of information are you looking for? Well, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to have a, a brief uh, introduction, um, maybe show a, a, a short uh, presentation. Um, but it, at this point, we're so early in the project study that uh, we don't have any plans or anything to show you per se. Um, we're just going to uh, tell you a little bit about our plan for the corridor as far as how we're going to gather information. Um, we have um, what they're called PAC meetings and therefore like local officials and those types of things. There's various interest groups and um, we've had a couple meetings up to this point and they've contributed some uh, information um, for the corridor. And what we're going to do at this public meeting is take that information that we've gathered and allow the public to provide some feedback to us and give us their uh, needs, provide their needs to us. And uh, we will have comment forms there, of course. We have already set up a website. Can you give us the address for that? Um, yes, um, it's www. Route30projects.com. Route30, 30, the number, Route30projects.com. That's correct. And on that website presently is a survey that the public can go and take at this point. And um, we're just asking questions about whether you're a resident in the area or whether you're a commuter, that type of thing. And we ask you uh, what's your opinion of certain aspects of the corridor are, and then we ask you for where you specifically go, three different locations you go in the corridor, and what challenges um, uh, you might meet along that uh, whenever you're whenever you're going through that corridor, and what time of day you go through that corridor, and any other comments that you might have. You can also sign up uh, to be your contact information so that we can notify you if we're having something special coming up. But of course, you'll be able to see that on the website anyway. Nancy Collins is our guest in this portion of the program. She's a project manager for Pendant District 12 in Uniontown. And we're talking about uh, uh, really what an information gathering process right now to uh, assess and determine what the needs are on Route 30 Lincoln Highway from the Route 48 interchange in North Versailles uh, out to Irwin Borough to the big uh, junction uh, there in, in Irwin Borough where all the restaurants kind of are, I guess, is to be the easiest way to describe it, right? There's a big Speedway gas station and, and stuff there. Um, there is a first in what is going to be a series of public meetings, March 2nd at 6 o'clock at Norwin High School. And there is also, as Nancy mentioned, a website at Route30Projects.com, Route30Projects.com. How long will this information gathering process take, Nancy? Do you have an idea? Um, well, we expect to have it done prior to uh, the end of the, the year. Mm -hmm. Probably over the next few months we'll be gathering additional information. Up to this point, we have done counts. And um, we have obtained 
uh, information from our maintenance units and various other people um, that are, um, you know, from local officials, the townships and um, their maintenance units uh, to see, get their input as far as the need, what, you know, their base be mm-hmm. as far as concerns on the corridor. Um, but we'll be gathering, um, we have the, the counts, we're going to be gathering the information from our meeting. Uh, they'll leave that survey open for so long, I believe, and then we're going to compile those uh, survey results. And uh, we'll be putting together this purpose and need statement that you're talking about. And hopefully from there, uh, we'll be able to come up with some alternatives. Yeah. Um, for the corridor. And probably what's going to happen down the road is as a result of um, our alternatives analysis, we'll probably be dividing this corridor into various sections as funding permits sure. and completing different projects as, um, as like I said, as, as money permits. I, I think one thing to, to make clear to folks, and it probably is, people probably understand this, but just because you're doing a needs assessment right now does not mean that next year there's going to be bulldozers out there and, and construction is going to begin. That's right. Okay. I'd see some people along the roadway doing some uh, work for the project. We've already had some um, archaeology performed in a, uh, some historic sections of the roadway. Really? Um, you might see some surveying going on, but it is very early, like you said, in the project, and um, we don't, you know, we, we're not going to see any construction okay. uh, anytime soon here. I want to uh, d- jump back, though, for a second now because you've, you've piqued my interest. Um, whereabouts on that road was where, was the archaeology done, and, and what were they looking for, like uh, gravesite-type thing, like cemetery-type things? or yeah, Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's some cemeteries that are very close to the roadway that uh, we wanted to um, collect additional information Yeah. Uh, and uh, and assure that um, we are not going to be affecting any, um, you know, um, great historic sites or, or um, alternative analysis, and that could possibly affect what we do in that area also. So we just want to know what to expect with each alternative so that we can best make a decision on which alternatives to go with. That's really kind of fascinating, and we could probably talk a half an hour about that, and maybe we will uh, at some point uh, as this project goes forward. Um, One thing I I do want to ask you about, and and we have a limited amount of time, uh, is uh, people, I'm sure, who are listening to this who who drive Route 30 on a regular basis – uh, we'll, we'll say, well, there have been, you know, they put new traffic signals in here, and the, the bridge by Queen of Angels School, for instance, was updated many years ago. And and why all this, you know, why, why don't they just fix it all at once? We're not talking about regular maintenance. We're not talking about upgrading a, a traffic signal here or there. We're talking about sort of a comprehensive look at this, correct? Um, yes, and that's why it will probably be divided up into sections okay. and completed at different times. If there's some low-cost safety um, concerns that we could address early on, uh, we can do those types of things. Um, <clears throat> but if folks have an opinion about this, then this is the, the time now, this year is the time to, to voice that opinion. Um, yeah, I would recommend that they come to the meeting and, and express their concerns because this is where we're gathering the needs of the people, and um, we will have future meetings where, um, you know, if, if, if we start developing projects, um, we will have those, you know, plans from those individual projects 
um, displayed at various meetings where they can also provide input to us. But early on is the time that you really want to um, provide that information to us. The earlier, the better. So, and I wanted to add, we are going, we have uh, message boards out along Route 30 ah, okay. that are advertising the website and advertising the meeting. Uh, I think the two in Westmoreland went up today, and then there will be two additional ones going up in Allegheny County next Monday. So March 2nd at 6 o'clock at the Norwood High School cafeteria is the first meeting, and there will be additional meetings advertised. Yes, that's the first public meeting. If if people want to contact you by uh, telephone or send a letter, how would they do that? Uh, They can reach me at 724 439-7377, Four three nine seven three seven seven, or they can email me at n k o l e n c at p a dot gov. Uh, Nancy Collins has been our guest for this portion of the uh, program. She is a project manager for PennDOT. We're talking about some the, the planning process that is beginning to assess the future needs uh, in the Route 30 corridor that extends from Irwinboro uh, out to Route 48 in North Versailles uh, through six miles, as you said, uh, of North Versailles, Irwin, and North Huntington Township. Nancy, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us. You're welcome. I'd also like to thank Andrea Burton, Events Manager for Allegheny County Department of Human Services, for talking to us this morning about Project Prom. If you need information about Project Prom, 412-350-3428. I'd like to thank all of you for listening to Radio 81 WEDO 1550 WZUM WMCK.FM, the new sound of the Mon Valley, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated, WEDO Radio, or those of AM Guys LLC, WZUM 1550. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution or find out how you can underwrite this program, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, the Keysport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Thank you.